Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mental Health Monday is an informational podcast and should not be used to replace the specialized training and professional judgment of a healthcare or mental health care professional. Mental Health Monday can't be held responsible for the use of the information provided. Please always consult a trained mental health professional before making any decision regarding treatment of yourself or others. Self-help information and podcasts and information on the internet is useful, but it's not always a substitute for professional assistance. Unless otherwise noted, guests of Mental Health Monday are not doctors or licensed in any way. Our hope is to make a connection with you and be more open and honest about everyone's mental health. Enjoy the podcast. What's up? I'm Riggs, and thanks for checking out my podcast, Riggs Off the Radio. This is another episode of Mental Health Monday, where we keep the men in mental health. Now, there's a stigma around mental health. We all know that. But there's also a pretty weird stigma around meditation. Meditating is thrown around all the time as a really good form of self-care and mindfulness. But a lot of people poo-poo it. They don't get the concept. They think it's too hard. They give up right away. And the benefits of meditation, when you really get down to the core of it, can be just monumental. And this week, I'm talking with my friend, Andy Nelson. He's a Milwaukee native who popped up on my IG feed a couple weeks ago and he had a list written of why he meditates. And I found out dude's doing like an 80-day pro meditating course. And I had questions and I love men that talk about their feelings openly and especially dudes that are willing to try meditation because it works. There's a reason that they say it's good for self-care because it works. It wouldn't be out there if it didn't work. And there's a lot of misconceptions. We'll get into all of that this week. Episode number 55 of Mental Health Monday with my guest, Andy Nelson. Now, Andy Nelson, I've known you for a couple years since you've been in Milwaukee. I think I knew you when you worked for, what was it, the Pabst Riverside Group for a while? Yeah, the Pabst Theater Group. I was there for 10, 10 years yeah, yeah. in Turner Hall and yeah, yeah, concerts. Yeah, then from there you went to work for MPS, Milwaukee Public Schools for a while and now you're doing yeah. your own thing and you've kind of started your own business and it sounds like you're yeah, killing yeah. it, working for yourself now, which is the American dream. Not having I'm a loving boss. it, man. Not I'm having a boss. It. But um, <laughs> I mean, you've been through a lot over the past at least couple of years. You lost a couple of jobs. You've kind of bounced yeah. in and out of work. So I mean, let's talk about that real quick. How's your mental health been? holding up with that because job loss can take take a big toll on a lot of people and it hit a lot of people this year so yeah it's something like it's well first of all it, it's hard to like quote unquote like complain about it because it's like something that we're like all still living in first of all yeah. and have been over over the last year and 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 yeah and so it's it's something that um has just all part of the the journey so yeah like yeah. you were saying i was 
in working in the entertainment business for 10 years, which was a dream. And, and, and people thought there was something wrong with my mental health when I left that job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I just, it, yeah. I, I, I just, um, you know, living in a city like Milwaukee, you know, and just hearing so much about like the downtown Renaissance, you like, you looked around and you're like, yeah, there's a Renaissance going on here for the city, but there's also a lot of people. Yeah that aren't experiencing that a lot of the people that don't look like me and, and live in different neighborhoods. And, and so when I met, I started feeling that way. Like I was just like in a bubble downtown. And then, uh, I met the previous superintendent, Dr. Driver, um, and just fell, um, in, in love with her leadership and, and, um, went to go work with Milwaukee public schools, which was, which was awesome getting to know that part of the city. I got a lot of my gray hair from there. Yeah. Um, you were a little gray but, when you started, but you've gone full, almost full gray, bro. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And then I, 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 I left, she, she left to head up United Way in Detroit and I left shortly after and I went to go work in an ad agency in town. And um, yeah, that was my first experience with getting let go. Like the pandemic hit and they, they let about a hundred employees go and, yeah, you're just kind of like applying for unemployment, and wh what do we do here? Um, so that that was a difficult thing to go, and it's something that, like you said, I mean, so many people have gone through that or are going through that. Oh yeah, there's people living paycheck to paycheck nowadays, and it's just you're fortunate to even have a job and have a paycheck at some point, and you got to be grateful for what you have. But that that hits you hard. It's so it's some of the biggest losses in life are like divorce and death and like losing a job and moving are like the big stressors in, in life. So did it yeah. hit, did it hit you bad to, to get let go? Did you feel like I'm not good enough for this job? Or did you really genuinely see it as the pandemic and this is just something that's happening to everybody or a lot of people? It's, well, to answer that honestly, Riggs, right? Like this whole podcast is about being honest or yeah. that's one of the bigger things. About, better be right? honest, like, better. <laughs> um, yeah, it, 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 it was hard. It does hit your ego a little bit. And, and, and I think, and it wasn't just the, that day when I got let go, right? Like I feel like throughout my professional career, like we, you know, there are days where you have that imposter s syndrome, right? Like, mm -hmm. am I really good for this? Am I, am I, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Am I smart as that person? Am I doing things right? I think that five um, times a week when I'm talking on the radio, should I be here? <laughs> should I be here? Is this right? Is this okay? <laughs> you should absolutely. Um, but yeah. And so like when, when that happens, uh, which I think very fits in line with this like whole experience of the pandemic, which yeah. is like a lot of us looking and just thinking about our lives and how we want to spend our time. So for me, for me, I mean, I, I mean, I was, I feel super fortunate. Like to me, it was just like a huge silver lining. To me, it felt like getting let go really was just sort of pushed me off the proverbial um, diving board into the life I, I was like too scared to go after, which is like, I kind of always wanted to do my own thing and, and be a little bit of an entrepreneur. And, and so um, I, I just, I'm, I'm loving like kind of building my own little world over here. Yeah. Maybe that was God um, kicking you in the ass saying, come on, just do it. All right. Here, here, I'll, I'll hand it to you on a silver platter. 
That's ex- that's ex- that's exactly right. And that's a know? nice positive so. way of spinning a negative situation. Have you ever have you been diagnosed with any sort of mental health conditions throughout your life? Like, have you ever struggled with depression or anxiety or anything like that? Well, I mean, my journey with that has been. There, there. I did get diagnosed a couple of different things, but like that, like when I was um, fifteen, I ran away from home, or at least, at least tried to. Yeah, I think we've um, all tried. Yeah, and and after that, my my parents sent me to counselors and psychiatrists, and I had sent to, sent me to a private high school, um, all these different things, and I was I was uh, diagnosed with depression, but my family didn't really. And I guess I didn't really accept that. However, I, I was also diagnosed with ADD at that time and took medication back for that back then and uh, even tried that again, I should say Adderall, uh, recently yeah. for ADD. Um, yeah. Uh, go back. I want to unpackage what you said real quick there. You didn't want to accept that you had a, a depression. What was going, do you remember like going through your head why you didn't want to come to terms with that? Well, I mean, for me, it was like at 15 years old, it was a particular year where I just felt like me and my family felt like there was a lot happening to me. Okay. That like there was a reason to be sad. Like my grandfather had passed, who was kind of like a second father to me. And my dog passed and my aunt passed. And I was just dealing with death a lot that. Yeah, a lot of loss. Struggling with uh, school and, and, and stuff like that. And, but yeah. And, and, and so I don't even know looking back all these years later, I don't know like exactly what the right thing would have been to do there yeah. or, or whether I was depressed, but I do, I, do, you know, looking back at that, there was something deeper going on and it wasn't just ADD. You know, and there was something that needed to be addressed, and and it and it really wasn't until I was a lot older. So, you did you seek out therapy, talk to a psychologist, then a psychiatrist, or because you, you mentioned medication, how did that process go? Because we're get, eventually going to get to the meditation, which you've been doing, like an eighty day course that's on the way. But I'm just kind of peeling away at the layers of you right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um, yeah. I, I I saw a counselor and like. It, you know, I, I've seen a few throughout my life and had that conversation with friends when they've been looking to it. And, and with my experience, like that first one, it, it's, it's, it's funny. I feel like p- people look at going to see a counselor and treat it almost too seriously. Like this is, is like, there has to be something wrong with me. Yeah. But seeing someone, um, I, first of all, I feel like everyone would benefit from it. And it also is like they're human beings too. And like you can go and talk with a therapist and maybe they're not a right fit for you. There are thousands of others ones out there. And so I feel like a lot of people try it once it didn't work and move on or use as an excuse of like, I don't think it's going to work for me, but there's all different types of therapists and mine wasn't, it didn't work when I was a kid. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like it. I don't think it was the right fit for me. Um, but it, it, but it worked later on in life because I found one that was a good fit for me. Yeah, people think they have to be in like a moment of horrible crisis to, to see a therapist. And that's like, that's like saying you don't need a home insurance policy until your house is on fire. And why wouldn't you go and you, you don't have to be having the worst day of your life to see a therapist. And you're also absolutely right about 
trial and error with therapists. There's not one therapist in the world that's going to be mad at you for going, you know what? I don't feel like this is a good fit. Can you recommend me to someone else? Because they're always, they just want to help you. They don't want to be like, well, you're a jerk because you don't want to see me. No, they they want what's best for Mm -hmm. you. And they're so glad to refer you to another counselor. And that's, that's great that you've you sought out counseling. So you did the trial and error and you, you found one that, that fit right with you and it worked. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm like, I said before, I, I just, I feel like a good thing to remember in life is just to never take yourself too seriously. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you, it's look, I mean, like life is, uh, hard and and the mind is insane <laughs> so it's like yeah i'm gonna can... write that out a t-shirt life is hard and the mind is insane <laughs> <laughs> and you know so i mean, like yeah just it's this just sitting down and talking with someone that is literally that's their job yeah. is to kind of unpack that stuff and just help you through it it's that's really all it is it's nice having a third party they can kind of see it from a different view than you. They're not going to get the bias of a, a relative or a friend that might kind of lead into your direction and be like, no, you're fine. They'll give you, they'll shoot you straight for the most part. Exactly. Exactly. Now, now that's a great form of you know taking care of our mental health, but self-care is also big. So now I've seen that you're mm-hmm. into meditation. You have been for some time. Before we get too deep into that, what were some forms of self-care that you were doing personally to kind of manage your, your, your ADD and some of the depressive issues that you've had? What were you doing personally for Andy's self-care time? Yeah, I feel like throughout my life, um, whether I, you know, I mean, obviously self-care is becoming a more, you know, thankfully a more popular topic these days. Yeah. But I think even back to when I was, you know, a kid or a teenager, like what was I doing or what have I done? I mean, I could list off a lot of things. I mean, music has always been a huge part of For my sure. life. I'm addicted to music. Of like, I, I, um, I really don't understand people that don't aren't constantly listening to music. I'm listening to the shower, driving the car, getting ready, working all the time. Um, but I've tried a lot of things. Running that never really stuck. I wish um, I could run. I wish I could run. <laughs> I wish I could get that runner's high that people say they get. I just don't. I just get frustrated and run back home. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm too lazy for it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like. I you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, and a lot of a lot of things I think I could classify as self care. I mean, like going out and seeking a new job was self care for me. Yeah. Um, traveling to other countries. Um, uh, I. Obviously, I've tried, you know, medication in my case, you know, Adderall for 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 ADD of just trying to be more present and sure engaged. Um, you know, therapy was a big one. Yeah. Um, so, but, what, what led you to try meditation? Like, when 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 did that first get introduced to you? It was kind of like, you know, what? Let's give this a try. The meditating thing. Well, I I think I think it was uh, one thing which my, like I listed off a ton of things that were my self care, but really what it came down to really what I've been doing since I was a little, little kid is I just, uh, my solution has been thinking a lot, mm-hmm. um, talking to myself my whole life. Um, and you know, I was alone a lot as a kid and, and, yeah. <laughs> and so I, I, I think you know, I didn't actually make up like an imaginary friend, but, but something 
similar of just like always thinking and obsessing over things and talking through everything and just this um this narrative always is kind of playing in 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 my head like an inner monologue type thing yeah 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 and just you know and obviously thinking in of itself is not a bad thing right uh, but um you know obsessing over it and just kind of getting lost in it is and 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 so i just i i you know i'm a person that i i i my favorite thing in life is connecting with people in a very like deep, genuine way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I was realizing I'm not there, you know, there's people in the room, whether it's my fiance or a close friend or my dad or my brother, and I'm not really there. I'm lost in thought. Um, or if it's something that I care about, whether that's work, um, or when it was, you know, going back in school, just always being, you know, distracted and, and, and not in, not engaged, um, or letting anxiety get the best of me. And so, you know, trying meditation was just another thing on the list yeah. of like, I want to be the person that I think I can be. And I want, and for the people that I care about around me. And yeah. so that's, that's what really led me to it. What was the hardest part about getting started with meditating? Cause a lot of people, I think like therapy, they'll try meditating and then be like, this isn't for me. It's too difficult. My brain's going a thousand miles an hour. I can't do this. This is not working for me. So what was the hardest part for you about just getting started with it? I think for me, it was the, the stigma around it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think, it, you know, people, again, like this idea of not taking yourself too seriously, like I, I felt like that, that is, is, seems like some huge, big spiritual decision. You gotta be a My Buddhist, wife, a monk of some sort in the Himalayas. Right. I gotta go to the Himalayas right? <laughs> or at the very least, um, like I really need to get a lot more patchouli and I need to have my legs crossed the whole time and right. candles lit everything everywhere. Sure. And for me, that, so, so I mean, I think that, because that, I mean, that's how you see it in movies. That's how you see it portrayed everywhere. And so I just yeah. feel like um, this, that, that it's, you know, it's not actually, you know, for me, but, but I, I think for me, my jury was first hearing about um, the Headspace app, which has become a lot more popular, I think, in the last, last year or so. Oh, yeah. Um, and I heard the guy that started it, Andy, his name's Andy as well. Great name, Riggs. Great, Great name. Person. My name too. We got um, a trifecta there. But he studied, he studied with the Dalai Lama and he, he was on some, uh, I think it was some podcast episode. I think it was like the Ted radio hour podcast. And he just spoke at it in like a way that I had never heard someone talk about meditation before that just seemed so approachable. Yeah. Um, and, 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 um, So, so yeah, I, and then that was really what I had to get over was what I thought it was. And and then just once I tried it, I also think for me having something, you know, I don't want this to be like an advertisement for the Headspace app, but like whether like for me, it just helped to have a guide of some sort. Yeah. So like having like a program that I could follow through. Um, I think really helps me too for actually starting it. And did this kind of segue you into, cause I've, I, the reason I called you to do this podcast was because I saw an Instagram post from you and you had written a list of the reasons why you meditate. And you had mentioned on there, they're doing, is it an 80 day course? Is that what it is? Or is it, um, is it 80 weeks? Or is it was 80 something. 
80, yeah, 80, 80, 80 days. Yes. 80, 80 days. days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how did you stumble upon this? Like this 80 day course of, and what exactly is entailed with it? Is it mastering meditation essentially? Um, well, or getting more you, comfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, I, you know, as I joke about, I mean, like, I feel like you can't ever master it right like it's 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 a practice right but 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 it is I, there was always so it was on the headspace app and i first started that that you know, really started meditating through the headspace app like uh three years ago so that that 80 day course that it was like pro course was always sitting there and i never felt ready whatever that is okay. i guess ready in, in quotes like i've like had to be something but but i do think like it was like i wanted to better understand it show to myself that like uh this is something i can do every day um and i'm actually taking this serious before starting some you know long pro course um so so that's really what it was was you know really just needing to take the time and, and waiting until i felt like the timing was right um but that was it was it was always there and i think it was just sort of like the uh, next step for me of really um ingraining this in, in into my life and as i you know as we all continue to try to be the people we want to be so what's a meditation session look for look like with you do you do you have like a place where you go do you have because you can really meditate anywhere i think it's kind of like prayer you don't have to be in a certain place you don't have to be in a temple you don't have to be in the himalayas so what does it look like for you well, that's, yeah, I think there's like, there's two ways I look at meditation. So for one, on one end, yeah, hundred percent meditating can be literally anywhere, you know, and it doesn't have to be for any certain amount of time. I mean, like I consider it, you know, like if I'm getting lost in thought or feeling anxiety of just stepping out of that loop and taking following one breath, one breath in and one breath out, that's meditating. Yeah. But what I think is crucial, at least for me is is really setting up like a, a daily routine so so i've instilled it into my morning routine okay. um so like i you know wake up every day um at 6 a.m and not that that matters but you whenever i wake up it's like the first thing that i do after having a glass of glass of water um i go into my living room it's still at least this time of year still dark um face the window and i just sit in a chair i'm not my legs aren't crossed i don't have anything fancy around me i'm sitting in my uh frank ocean hoodie and my adidas loungewear um (laughs) and my slippers and um i meditate for like 10 minutes um and that's it and then and it's really that i feel like it's it's all about doing that every single day and it's the first thing i do um just sets me up for the rest of the day. It's not about those 10 minutes. It, those 10 minutes like help train my mind for what I'm going to encounter that day. Yeah, it's getting ready for battle of the day. And I think it's mm-hmm. all, and that's something you can control and that's a great form of self-care. It's something that you can do with a routine with your schedule. So it's something you look yeah. forward to every day. You know what's going to happen. You know what you're going to do when you wake up, you roll out of bed, have your water, throw on your Frank Ocean hoodie, throw on your slippers, mm-hmm. <laughs> stare out the window. <laughs> so what kind of benefits have you like felt from this? And how long have you been doing like taking it more seriously and really getting into meditation? And what are some of the benefits you've seen from it or felt yeah, from I would, it? Yeah, I would say, 
I've been really taking it seriously and you know doing it pretty much every day for the past year. Okay. Um, and um, I think I, again, I feel like I've said this before, but it's meditating is it's just getting me a little bit closer to being the person that I want to be. Yeah. So more specifically, it's um, allowing sort of retraining my mind because I feel like over the course of our lives, you know, with our mind is we develop all of these habits that aren't always healthy for us with our mind and how we relate to thoughts and relate to feelings and relate to emotions. So it's meditation isn't about changing any of that. It's not, you know, people think it's, I'm going to become a different person or I have to stop all my thoughts. It's, it's not that it's, 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 it's really just changing your relationship. It's getting to whether they're negative thoughts or super positive thoughts. It's really, or feelings or, uh, uh, whether physical or emotional, like just getting to know them becoming more familiar. And then they're not some huge monster, um, sitting in the corner because you've gotten to know them. It's like you become friends with them. Um, so it's, it's just allowed me to be more present, more aware, and then, and more engaged and compassionate to, to, to those around me. Probably a little more mindful too. I would think of, like you said, throughout your day, you can be sitting at your desk with an email, stop, take a couple deep breaths and move forward. If you're getting a little overwhelmed or anxious. A hundred percent. I mean, it's just like, you know, in my, I'm like imagining some sort of like dystopian sci-fi movie in my head of just these like drones right looking at their phones like we all know what's happening to us but like yeah. we're not doing anything about it and i feel like for me meditation you know, and, and again i'm not i don't want to act like i'm uh some higher being here i'm i'm not it's like it's a total no. work in progress but like but i but i do feel like it, it does help me just be more uh, in the real world and, and like notice like the things that are happening around me. Like when I take my, you know, dog for a walk, like, wow, I've never noticed that tree before. That tree is really beautiful. Yeah. You don't notice when your nose is buried in your phone and you're scrolling yeah. through Instagram. I, I don't know if you've seen the, the, the new movie soul, um, but there's like a lot of people have it. And I just recently watched it and there's like uh, no spoiler alerts, but there's like really cool moments in there where like, one of the characters is just like recognizing that for the first time of yeah. just the world around her. And um, th- that really hit me. I was like, that's, that's why I meditate is yeah. just, just like, wake up, <laughs> wake up, like, the yeah. whole beautiful world around you. So mm-hmm. what kind of, what would, what would be some tips you would give to some people that were in that same mind frame that you were when you started, you know, the stigmas around meditating. So what are some quick pointers you would give to somebody that's like, all right, maybe I'll try this, but how would you kind of sway them in the way of giving this a goose and making it part of their you know regular routine for self-care? I, yeah, I mean, for that person listening that, um, is on the fence about it, um, and maybe they're thinking that it's BS or not for them. Like I was you, (laughs) like I was, I, um, like I said before, the truth is the, the meditation that you see in the movies and displayed everywhere is, is not how I understand it. Um, and, um, you know, so I think it's 
just giving it a try. I mean, for me, like the Headspace app, there's a lot of different, um, you know, apps and vehicles that you could use. To me, it really helped to have someone that was a guide. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of free trials. You don't have to pay for, for, for anything. Um, and, um, and to me, it's just, you know, like I've said in terms of, um, the, all the different things I've tried in my life, you know, like all the different things that I mentioned, you know, going, traveling, getting a new job, um, all this different type of stuff that we try to make our lives better. Whether you go halfway across the world, you're still going to be there with yourself, with your thoughts and with your feelings. And if you're not doing, in my opinion, if you're not doing something to help train your mind and to get to know your mind better um that's just as important obviously as the body is and um so uh to me it's 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 really critical and and for me that's you know i'm 36 years old and i've tried a lot of different things in my life to make my life better and be the better person i want to be and um this might be uh the most impactful one that i've done that's good to know too. I've always thought too with meditating, you don't have to start with 30 minute sessions or day long meditating transcendental sessions. You can literally start and do it in a couple minutes. It doesn't take a lot of time. And I've, I'm 100%. familiar with and that Headspace app is a great place to start. Um, I don't mind talking about it because I've heard many great things about it. So yeah, uh, it's a great place to start in someplace small. So uh, before I go, before I let you go, I always ask everybody yeah. the same question at the end. And some people are taken back by the question. So I'll ask you, what's the last nice thing you did just for yourself? Uh, <laughs> um, See? everybody pauses. They go, wait, what have I done for myself? And it doesn't have to be anything monetary that you like. You didn't, not, I bought myself a car. It could be something you bought or something you did, or maybe a boundary that you set within your life. Oh, I, I, I got, I got something right. There you go. Um, so, and I also feel like this is so, um, of the times that we're currently living in. I, I don't think I would have done this otherwise because obviously we, you know, for me, like I've, I've tried to be just more mindful, um, and setting like intention in what I'm doing. And along with that is giving myself a break every day. So, so the answer to your question is, is today was just like a half hour ago before I jumped on here was making myself a sandwich. And I would do this almost every day, which as I watch an episode of Batman, the animated series, um, which is brand new on HBO max. And it was like my favorite cartoon as a kid. And uh, I still think it's great. I don't know if you're a Batman fan at all, but yeah, um, Batman fan, of course. It's, it's. I mean, all the different iterations of Batman are great, but I'm I'm very partial to Batman the animated series, and so it's just like a little 20 minute episode. But it's like it, that's like my time. That's 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 the Andy time. Yeah, and I get to like just totally. Um, uh, you know, not worry about whatever is going on in my work day and just get lost in that, you know, that fun 20 minute episode. And not worry about the news and the outside world and the insanity that we live in. It's just, just unplug and just do something nice for you. So that's cool. Batman, the oh, animated series. It's on HBO, <laughs> HBO Max now. It is, which is, that's big for any Batman the animated series. That's big news. I guess they're in the works of potentially bringing the series back or whatever, but like literally, I'm currently so excited about it because currently, 
I, I haven't really watched episodes since I was like a little kid because it hasn't been available anywhere. Yeah. Um, so. Well, that's great. I'm stoked about it. Find you on it. Find you on Instagram. It's Milwaukee Andy, and uh, yeah. keep keep up the meditating stuff. I thank you for sharing your story. That's uh, it's it's great when somebody, especially a male, is embracing their own mental health and saying, you know, meditating is all right. Just get out there and try it, and not poo pooing the whole fact of taking care of your mind and your body because they're so connected, so connected. Yeah, Riggs. If I can, I mean, I've sent you, you know, an email or sent you a note over the last few years as you've been um, really becoming like a leader in the the mental health space and um, just thanks. Like it's so, thank you for your work. It's so important. And I think there's also, as I've talking about a stigma around meditation, there's a stigma, especially for men Mm -hmm. around mental health. And um, we need more people like you to to step up and um not only say that it's okay to talk about this stuff but that's that it's necessary so thank you for everything you've done in recent years thank you let's let's normalize being vulnerable to men because men are yeah really shitty at that (laughs) 100 percent. we're too cool we're too cool to be vulnerable no it's actually cool (laughs) let's make vulnerable cool let's make it cool that's exactly right nice andy dalson thanks so much for spending the time today i really appreciate it of course thanks man thanks for checking out the podcast rigs off the radio another mental health monday in the books this is a radio.com podcast and i will talk to you next time until then you enjoy the rest of your night your afternoon your weekend your morning your bathroom break whatever it is you happen to be doing and remember Make good life decisions.